This motherfucking podcast is now recording. You guys have had a history of not actually recording. We <laughs> have a huge history. <laughs> it's the Elemental Pod... It's... Jamie, what is it? Elemental Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you pause? That's weird. Because I have to think about it in my head. Because you want to say Elemental P Podcast? Yes. Yeah. yes. Right. Well, that's so many people think it's the, like, Elemental podcast and i'm like no it's elemental podcast but i mean it's elemental p yeah whatever it doesn't matter thanks everybody uh prepare to get dry t and p uh hug your ween please for the love of all that is holy in mecca Kick it. uh make america smart again if we could we just had the elections oh uh jamie's here and we have a guest uh and we do have the guest today mike hey. logan hey Woo! It's me. He made it. He is Stu's one black friend. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got James Brown. Kevin oh, Bozeman. Yeah. Kevin oh, Bozeman. Oh, right? Kevin, Kevin Bozeman. Stu's black and um, when he called uh, you. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I, I called you to see I if am, I was. Racist. I am the black guy who cleared up whether or not you were <laughs> yes. racist. For her. Listen, can you tell me am I racist or not? I cracked up me? when I got that voicemail. <laughs> It was just the dumbest thing ever when uh, we all know the piece of shit guy yeah. who called me a racist because of fucking movies I did or did not like. And I was like, oh my God, it's uh, it's so dumb. But I know he wasn't saying it in like a kidding kind of way. Yeah. He was saying it in like, I'm trolling and I probably do believe this to be true. Kind yeah, of he's way. an idiot though. So <laughs> it doesn't really fucking matter. That guy. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad. I'm, I'm also, I'm, I'm glad he is not in the scene anymore. <laughs> Because I remember when he was, it was very much like, because like especially when I first started, like he was more established, right, right than right, I right. was, and right. so I was always like, oh, I can't be mean about this guy or talk trash about oh, this guy. Sure. And now I'm just like, fuck that guy, fuck that guy. <laughs> and part, I mean, with him too, it's uh, or or just a lot of the open micers in general, the shitty ones or the dick bags, they eventually they disappear. Yeah, yeah. They just do because. They don't get what they're looking for, I think. Like, mm-hmm. they're not getting, like, the respect or camaraderie or whatever. Yeah. Or they uh, see other people advancing, and they're not going anywhere. And then they're just like, ooh, little me. Right, right, right. Yeah. There, there was a guy a long time ago who, uh, he was known for saying the N-word on stage. Like, he was a white guy, and he would just say the N-word for no particular reason. And uh, it didn't add to the joke. It was just kind of like him saying it in conversation. Okay. And so you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. And uh, I only saw him perform like three times. He never did well. It was awful. And this was back in the day when Sunday Funnies was at the Riverfront Hotel. Mm. And we'd have that comics table in the back. Yeah. And, you know, so everyone would be hanging out back there. And he just kind of came over. And then he started giving people shit because he was like, this is supposed to be the comics table, but you keep certain people away, da-da-da. And I got in his face, and I was like, you're fucking known as the guy who says the N-word on stage. Why the fuck would we want to have you at our table? Not inviting you, you over. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. Come, come on over, you racist people. Come on, racist. It was, it was to the point where uh, Casey Stoddard was like, I was afraid you were going to fight him right here. And I was like, that's what I felt like doing. Yeah. Because I'm like going, we don't, Oh, this guy, a goddamn fucking thing! Like for the most part, anybody could have come over and sat with us. Or yeah, whatever. it didn't matter. But I don't think you need to be invited either. 
Yeah, well, it's that, remember that whole argument about the, the comics table at the cellar that was going on like yeah. two years ago? Yeah. People were saying it's like a boys club and it's exclusive. And then the defense was like, we never tell anybody they can't come. People just think that they can't come over. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah it's kind of like you got to go over and you establish yourself. Yeah. Right? So it's whatever. I so. sat at them tables. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> I care. <laughs> Who's this chick? Oh, this is Jamie. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. All right, uh, Mike Logan is a uh, comedian. Uh, he runs an open mic. He's got his own podcast. I do, yeah. Uh, which I like a whole lot, to be honest. I like the concept that you and Garrett get together and you review movies. You talk about the movie before you see it, then you go see it, and then you ha- you come back and you do the second part where you're like, oh, this is now what I think about the movie. Yeah. So where did, uh, because there's a ton of movies out there, or podcasts about movies out there, like, was it you came up with the concept, or Garrett, or were you guys just talking? It was like, oh fuck, that's a good idea. It was me. I've had that idea for like a couple of years about the podcast because I, I enjoy movie podcasts, but they're all the same. Yes, um, yes. And so I was trying to think of if I could do a movie podcast, it would have to be different. Like I would want some sort of hook. And I thought the idea of like everybody talks about movies before they see them, or they talk about a movie and like you think, oh, did you see it? Oh no, I haven't seen that yet. Right. And so I'm like, oh well, people's opinions definitely change. Usually, you have a like, before you go to a movie, you kind of know what to expect. Like, sure. You're, like, you're right. going in and you're right. like, oh, well, this is going to be like this. And sometimes your opinion's different, sometimes it's not. So I thought that it'd be interesting to hear someone's opinion without being without being sullied by having seen the movie. Right. Of seeing, being like, oh, well, this is what I think is going to happen. And, and then... And what you hope will happen yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Like it was a sequel. And then... And I... So now I've, I've gotten really big into avoiding reviews now, too, just so I don't, oh, like, okay. go into, like, go into it thinking, oh, I, this movie got 55% of Rotten Tomatoes. It's going to be awful. Right. Um, and then Garrett came about because I... First, I was going to do it by myself, just have like a rotating person every week. Oh, okay. And sure. then I yeah. thought logistically, that's just going to be really difficult to do. Yeah. To get somebody to be able to go every week. And then Garrett and I went and saw a movie. Uh, I don't know what movie we saw. It was the week before Blockers came out because we ended up oh. doing the podcast the next week. Sure. Um, and we we went and saw it. We came out, and one of Garrett's fans saw us in the lobby, and he was like, "Oh, Garrett, I was like, I think you're great." <laughs> um, and then Garrett and I were talking about. It, and he says, "What movie did you guys just see?" And so I said, "I said, oh, we saw this movie," and then we just started talking about it. Sure. So like we went on for like ten minutes, and this guy was just standing there, right? And like we we're like talking about the movie, and then in the end, he's just like. I'd pay money to listen to you guys talk about movies. And oh, then I was like, oh, well, I'll do it with Garrett then. Sure. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so he's a big nerd when it comes to things like that. Like, he, yeah. He's got a huge collection of DVDs at his house, and uh, he's really into, like, the director and what mm. was the actor in before this. And I can't lie, when you guys get into that minutia, I turn the fuck off. Sure, yeah, I get I just, because I'm like, I don't care. Do you like the movie? You don't like the movie? What was good about it? What was shit about it? That's what I like. I yeah. like knowing that stuff. But when you start, well, he directed this and that. I don't get shit. <laughs> it's just, and I get, like, when you get, you guys are so into it, mm-hmm. like, that I get that. I understand why you guys do that. Yeah. But me, I'm just the guy, I want to go to a movie and I like it or I don't like it. Yeah, and I think Garrett and I work so well together because, like, our, we definitely care about different things in the movie. Sure. Like, I have a degree in film studies. So yeah. like, and I'm huge. I love cinematography. So, like, you always hear me on the podcast talking about, oh, this movie had beautiful shots like this, and I talk about right. tracking shots. Right. And then Garrett's really into, like, really into directors. So, like, right. he's the one who'll always be like, like, oh, well, this director directed that, directed this, directed right. that. And, like, I'm into that, but, like, I don't usually, like, care that much about, like, the filmography. Right. Like, like we were talking about um, uh, First Man. We saw that, like, two weeks yeah. ago. Bless you. Excuse me. And um, the whole thing, every time, right when I got out of the movie, I was just like, "This movie was beautiful." And like, I went into it, like I was just like, "I was like, here's why this movie is gorgeous." And I think in that one, not that one, but there was one I got into aspect ratio. 
Like, I was just like, oh, I was like, you notice the tone of the film changed and the aspect ratio went from letterbox to widescreen. Oh. I like from 16.9 to like 25.30. Nerd! And then I, as I say it, I'm like, oh, people don't want to hear this shit. Right, right. <laughs> like, this is just this for is me. Specific. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. know what you're talking it's about. It's too fucking specific. Yeah, it's really specific. specific and it's right. like, but I mean, there are people who, we've gotten uh, emails from people who are like, we really love like that you guys know what you're talking about. Sure. And then other people have said like, we're super casual moviegoers. Right. And we like when you guys just talk about like, I hate Melissa McCarthy because she because she sucks. Yeah, like they like that kind of stuff. Although so. the movie she has coming out, I think is this weekend, looks pretty. That good. one does look really good. The one where she's a plagiarizer. Yeah, that one does look because really it's good, not yeah. a fucking like outrageous comedy. Yeah. It's just her being an average everyday woman. Well, we said uh, the only time I don't like Melissa McCarthy movies is when her husband's the director. <laughs> and like I don't know, like, all the movies she's done, the ones that I like are the ones yeah. that weren't directed by her husband. Well, I, they're they're kind of like a duo, though, right? Like, isn't they it do like a you lot get of movies one, together, you get yeah. the other? Yeah, even, it, even if he doesn't direct it, he's usually in the movie. Right? Somewhere. Yeah, he's just there hanging out. Yeah, like that. Uh, God, what was what, he's yeah, the guy bridesmaids? Yeah, that was her her fiance at the end, or whatever. Like that movie, but she was probably the better part of that. Movie. She was Bride the best Bride? part of that. Yeah, movie. yeah, easily. Yeah, that one. But the rest, like when she's the star of those right. physical comedy ones, like yeah, I don't care for. God, did you see Happy Time Murders? Oh, it was awful. Oh, God, it was atrocious. I thought it was going to be awful, but then the first five minutes of the movie, I'm like, this is going to be fucking good. Like, when the puppet, like, kicks the kid in the balls. Yes. Or whatever, you're like, yeah! And then, and then when he walks into the door, the puppet's just like, my wife's dead! Like, I, like, <laughs> like Gary and I yeah. both cracked up, and then... Yeah, and then just the way downhill. Like, ah, oh, god damn it. Like, you why? spoiled all this good fortune. Right, right, right. My right. wife's dead. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. How do you guys choose your movies? Do you, like, is just one of the most popular movie, movie coming out usually? Okay. Um, if there isn't, like, a huge, like, this week we're going to do the most McCarthy one just because we both really want to enjoy a movie that she's sure. in. Sure. Um, and, but, I mean, there's other movies. Uh, there's, I think there's a, one other larger film coming out that we're sacrificing just to see this Melissa McCarthy one. But for the most part, we go for, like, the biggest release. There's the... It's the World War II Nazi, the Nazi one, yeah. thing or whatever. It's uh-huh. a tough one because that one's got great reviews. Does it? I'm really... Mm. Let's get, as I talk about not seeing uh, reviews, but... <laughs> I keep seeing commercials on like Hulu for it. Oh, dude. And it'll be like 93% of Rotten Tomatoes wow. for that movie. And I'm so shocked. See, I want to see it. Do you, I don't know if you want to see it because I know, Jamie, you're not you're not big into zombies and gore and blood. That's all this she is. She doesn't yeah. like the sounds of like right. bones breaking. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, so I love visual, it. It's the sounds of it. I love the sound of viscera. <laughs> I like the sounds of farts. I like hearing people shit their pants. Yeah, you're oh, that's the best. Saw. You ever seen Hostel? Oh, you wouldn't like that. <laughs> she always has to like close her eyes and plug her ears. If it's like a good movie, or you know, I'll, I like those, but then I just like, la, yeah, la, 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 doing those things. <laughs> <laughs> that's. I mean, that's cool that you guys do it, and I know you guys have a good uh, listening audience as well. Because mm. I mean, I, again, because I think it's like a unique idea of like, this is what we think about it. Has there ever? I know I've, I do listen to your podcast, but has there been a movie that you guys have gone to see where you're like, you were pumped about it, and then when you walk out, you're like, God damn it, they tricked me. Yeah. Um, oh, shit. Which one was it? I might have to look at our actual list of movies uh-huh. to remember. Um, there was one that we were really... Oh, you know what? Um, not to an extreme extent, uh-huh. but to somewhat of an extent, um, Bad Times of the El Royale. Oh, and okay. I think we got uh-huh. our hopes up. Not that that was a bad movie, because it wasn't right. a bad movie. I liked but it. But our hopes were way high for that one. Like really? I, I, th- I think our pre, you know, we give the arbitrary rating beforehand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think our bold arbitrary ratings beforehand were like eight. Yeah. But then it ended up being like 
seven. Six or seven. Like, uh-huh. yeah. It, and it wasn't bad, but, sure. like, I was just like, this is the second coming of Christ, this movie. Like, sure, I, sure. Like, I just thought it was going to be, like, Tarantino-esque with all these, like, great stories. Yeah. It did go for those yeah. beats, but for us, it was the third act that ruined it. Like, it just seemed like, like the whole movie was the first... 20 minutes, yeah. I think, was, like, some of the best film I've seen all year. Sure. Like, I thought it was great the way they introduced all the characters. Like, they introduced all the mysteries. Like, you were really intrigued. The second act was really good still. Like, they fleshed out everybody. You found out, you know, where their stories were going. And then I felt like the third act, I think, I felt like they just didn't know what to do with everybody. And then it was How just... close like, it. Yeah, was, like, Chris Hemsworth shows Hemsworth, up. Hemsworth yeah. came in and he closed it out. Yeah, and it was just, like, the movie changed, and it took a turn, and I was like, there's, like, a lot of things. Like, like I think I was really bothered that I, I never found out who ran the hotel. Like, I think that was one thing I really wanted to know. I'm assuming it was CIA. CIA? Yeah. Well, because John Hamm's character was in the FBI. Yes. And they had planted all this. Oh, so you're saying because there's other... Because the other, other plants. Yeah, plants were in there. Oh, yeah. I never thought about That's that. That's why I think it was CIA. Oh, and I had, think... like, petunias and things in there? Yeah. Yes. Uh, and, sunflowers. And I, <laughs> and I think the... Uh, I think they filmed... It was... I, I listened to your podcast, uh, but I do think they were filming JFK. That's who I think. Yeah, it that's was, what I thought it was. Was too, yeah. the president, yeah. and that's why, like, we can't let anyone see this because it'll destroy whatever. Yeah, that's what and, I thought uh, it was. Garrett didn't pick up on that. Garrett thought that. Oh, it, really? Garrett thought. Who did he think it was? I forgot who he thought Martin it was. Martin Luther King. Yeah, I think that's who he yeah. thought it was. But uh-huh. I was like, no, I don't think it was Martin Luther King. Yeah. Like, I think it was JFK, just because yeah. of when JFK died. Like, JFK wasn't super divisive. Like, right. people was universally liked him. Right. So right, he would be right. the one person. Like, well, he's dead already. It's like, well, if this gets out, it ruins his legacy. Right. And so he's the one. It seemed like it would have been most important. Yes. And there was that picture of Melvin Monroe on the wall in right. the lobby. Right. That's I was, why I was thinking yeah. that. For sure. So I was so. just like, yeah, that'll probably right, be right, right, for sure. So I wish that you guys had a more of a relationship like uh, Siskel and Ebert. Where you guys just fucking, uh, essentially you hate each other. And you're we, like, you fucking, you're wrong, this movie was shit. It's, this should win all the Oscars. You know, We wish. did that for uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, uh, really? We disagreed on uh, how we felt about See, I don't th- it. I, that's your last one, right? Just, I'm uploading it like once you leave. Okay, because I, um, I haven't heard that one yet. Yeah, we disagreed. There's a point where Garrett says, like, I, I feel it. No, maybe it was Halloween. It might have been Halloween. One okay. of the last three episodes, uh-huh. he's mentioned, Garrett said, we're like Siskel and Ebert. Because normally we do agree, but sometimes, like, we, he and I obviously are two completely different people. Sure. And so sometimes we do disagree, but I try to, I try to um, placate his negativeness. Like, mm-hmm. I try to be like, well, let's look at it this way. Like, let's try to be positive about right. it. Mm-hmm. But there are sometimes, yeah, I think it was Halloween where we fundamentally just disagreed on what we thought of the film. Hmm. Um, and then uh, Bimean Rhapsody, I think we kind of agreed. Um, Did you like it or no? Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. I thought it was fine. Yeah. I thought it was. Um, I thought it was. I said before going in, I was like, "This is going to be like every other biopic I've ever seen. Like yeah. it's going to be. It's going to follow the same notes, which I'm not mad about. Like right. they're enjoyable to watch like that. Um, so plot wise, I was like, eh. Uh, I thought Rami Malek was fantastic. Yeah. I thought he was oh, yeah, really yeah. good as Freddie yeah. Mercury. Yeah. Um, but then, the, and then I loved the uh, the Wembley performance. I thought that was right. great. Yeah. But then I did have a huge problem with that entire day leading up to. Like the fact that he all these things happened in the same day, oh, right, um, right, which right, we've, right. which I actually uploaded uh, on our our fan page. Yeah, I, uploaded I saw a video. That, the discrepancy. Yeah, and yeah. that is wildly inaccurate. Sure, I mean sometimes you got to have that creative yeah. license to like cram this in because it was still like, was it almost two and a half hours? Like two twenty? It was two twenty. Like yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's still a pretty right. long movie. So yeah. We gotta we gotta wrap this shit up somehow. Yeah. But like when you find out like the, that movie is wildly false and like. Not, 
false by like the fact that they things happen, but they changed the order of everything. Oh, they like didn't. like yeah. Freddie Mercury didn't tell the band that he had AIDS for two years after Live yeah, Aid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. like they had already been together for two years before Live Aid. Oh. So like the idea that like they broke it up and this is their first performance isn't true. Oh. Um, so there's a lot, but it works cinematically. Like yeah, it makes for yeah, yeah. it, it for really makes for like you get cheer, chills watching yeah. that live aid performance because yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, he, he reconciled with his family. He found his lover. Sure. He just told his band like this it's is all, all like, good. You're like oh my god, this is amazing. <laughs> and now that fag died. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then you go home and fucking your friend sends you a video that says all oh, this was fun right, and right. you're like god uh, damn it. I just I'm just trying to enjoy a movie. <laughs> they manipulated my feelings. That's all I'm trying to do. <laughs> do you guys, um, you guys go to AMC, right? Not anymore. We go to Celebration now. What? Yeah. I um, thought you had like the AMC movie pass thing. Or uh, we did, but we found that, one, we talked to AMC about sponsorship. And because yeah. they're so big, they yeah. were like, no. Right. They're like, right. we'll never do that. And right. I'm, just, I'm like, well, I mean, we're giving you free publicity. Like, we always talk about being an AMC. Yeah. And Celebration, I, through a bunch of different connections, was able to get, um, Somewhat of a sponsorship, but we don't pay for tickets anymore. Oh, um, nice. and then we're also, I'm also arranging meetings with uh, uh, JD Lokes about um, potential real sponsorship. Mm-hmm. And also, we just like that's just a, they're nicer there. <laughs> like, I, I think so too. Yeah, it's I mean, just, that's why it's I, more welcome. I will always go there. Like, I know AMC's got that great movie pass thing, but yeah, I, I just really enjoy Celebration Center. I, I think it's one of the best theaters in the country, having gone like. For comedy wise, mm-hmm. going all these different towns, you got a lot of time in your hands. I'll go see a movie, yeah, and then you go to these theaters. Like Jesus Christ, what's some of them are awful. Yeah, so I feel like we're kind of spoiled having this pretty nice theater in our town. I don't know, so. the one in Hastings was pretty darn. Oh good. god, that's the one that had ants on the concession stand, oh, and Jamie actually like flicked it off the fucking I stand. I stopped, and she I was like, it, eh, you know, whatever. I'm like this is the fucking, this is where the food is. Like, I'm helping them. Be here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the cashier was like, whatever. And I'm like, no, this is not what I'm doing. You've done the Comedy Shrine in Aurora, right? I have not. Oh, there's a movie theater by there. Uh-huh. Um, it's called the Hollywood Palms. And is it awful? It's amazing. Oh, it's amazing. It's like, right, it's, right. it's you go in and it's like, it's kind of like, it's like a, if Rainforest Cafe made a movie theater. Oh, right. And it's like at these high vaulted ceilings. Every theater is uniquely, like, ornately decorated oh, like right. they all have different themes they have sure. like table side dinner service which I'm not a big fan of table side food service yeah, they really either. disrupts the fucking right, seeing right. the movie I'm here to watch the movie not eat fucking steak yeah right yeah. and like I went in and I didn't think I was in a movie theater when I first walked in oh. like I walked in and I'm just like I looked around I'm like where's the movie theater like you're in it and I'm like, oh, like it felt like it was in a mall. Oh, right. And oh, then, right. like, and then you go to the theater, and it was just like the, the ceilings were like 50 feet tall, right. and like they had like Egyptian artifacts and like gold Ooh. trimming. It was gorgeous. Ah. I, I don't remember what movie I saw there, but um, but yeah, the celebration, like we go there, and we just it feels so much nicer. Yeah. The theater's nice. The people are nice. Clean. They've welcomed us. Like all the staffers know who we are now, and they're mm-hmm. like they're like, oh, you're recording the podcast. Like they've all started listening to the podcast. Oh, cool. So yeah, that's great. So we like it there. That's good. That's good. Celebration Center. I'll get them to sponsor me too. You should, Just man. because I swear. Oh, someone, <laughs> someone said uh, they were trying to listen to my podcast, but they had to turn it off because I said fuck like three times in the first 10 seconds. <laughs> and they were listening They were listening with their kids. And I'm like, yeah, this is not They're listening with their kids? Apparently, like they had their kids in the car or whatever. And I'm like, this is not a podcast to have children don't, listen to your, don't let your kids listen to this fucking podcast. Don't let your kids listen. Uh, are there any podcasts the kids should listen to? I mean, I, I, I can't know. name yeah, one ones. not and not safe for work podcast on like iTunes. I've never, they're always not safe for work. I don't sure. understand yeah. what. 
Are there podcasts for I kids? Do kids give a shit about podcasts? I wouldn't I think so. They're not going to sit for more than eight minutes they listening to a podcast. They want to watch Nickelodeon yeah. or watch Play on a tablet. Or, yeah, they're, they're yeah. not uh, listening to things. My daughter has a cell phone. Wait, really? Seven years old. I got a phone call yesterday what, from what some phone. What does she phone. need a, a cell phone the for? The fuck should I know? <laughs> I got a phone call. I got a phone call yesterday. Uh-huh. Some number I don't recognize. And, you right. know, as a comedian, like, you have to answer every phone call. Sure, right. And so I answer it. I'm like, hello? It's my daughter. She's like, hey, Dad. Right. I'm like, hi. Normally she calls from her mom's phone. We right, talk. right. It's, mom got a new number? And then I'm, I'm like, what's going on? She's like, nothing. I was like, all right. What's up? Right. Mom got me a phone. Really, I got her a phone. Right. But her mom phone. Like, right, right. It's right. <laughs> yeah. fun. Um, but I'm like, oh? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, why? <laughs> she right. Was, so just so so I can like talk to you. I'm like, well, okay. Well, I mean, you you did that before. Like, I don't know why you need a phone. Right. And her mom comes out. Oh, it's for when she's at school. Like, what the fuck does she need a phone is, for at school? Was yes. she a first grader? Like second, a, second grade. Second grader. So what is? It's she like need she goes from for? school to her parents to her mom's house, or yeah. from school to me. Right. There's just no need for her to right. have a have phone. A she's phone. never not supervised by somebody. Right. Right. Yeah. School. There's. Landline phone. Yeah, like the, if you need to call somebody, you have a teacher oh. to go call somebody. We've been watching a lot of Law and, Law and Order SVU. Saw that so. on Facebook, yeah. <laughs> so I think maybe she needs one because she's going to get kidnapped relatively soon. <laughs> it's going to happen. Dude, it's, it's weird in the back of my mind. Like, I do always think about, like, all the risks that our kids are in now. Like, right. like school shootings and kidnapping right. and stuff. Right. And then, like, there was, like, that shooting at that nightclub last night. Yeah. And it's yeah. just, like, and I drop her off at school whenever I'm up there and I get the chance to, like, spend, like, just do regular parent stuff. Sure. Because normally when we see each other, like it's like on a weekend or like, like we have to we go and do stuff. But I like when I get to go up there and just do regular right. parent shit. Right. And I drop her at school, and then my first thought is like, well, what if somebody just fucking runs in here and shoots the school up right now? Sure. Of like all the other parents, though, like they do this every day. Like it's just yeah. part of the routine. And for me, I'm just like, don't you guys watch the news? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you hear? <laughs> we can't just leave them here. Get my kid again. Right. <laughs> I. uh I do a lot of school deliveries for Dippin' Dots, mm-hmm. so I go into schools like in cities and then country, and I'm always amazed at like how some will have super secure yeah. doorways, entries, and others are like, yeah, whatever, fucking come on in, yeah. and I have like a cooler with me, and I'm just like, Anything could be this cooler's cooler. got fucking guns, bitch, <laughs> someone's going down, Dippin' Dots guy freaked out today. Or- <laughs> Full of coke. <laughs> I'm coke to I'm the, the coke dealer to the kids. Yeah. My, my daughter has, um, you gotta like pass through security to get into her school. She lives in northern Michigan. Right. Like right. there's not right. even black people up there. Right. Who's gonna shoot the school? Oh, shit. The white guys. Are you saying only black people shoot people? I'm, well, black people don't shoot up school. That is not black people shooting <laughs> up schools. It is just white clubs. people doing that. No, awful, that. awful white people. It is just old white men who shoot up schools and nightclubs. I know, yeah. I don't know. Whatever way you just said that. I don't know. No, it was meant to be like that. Apparently, the, uh, <laughs> the guy last night was a ex-Marine or some kind of Marine. Did they say why or anything? PTSD, something, whatever. I don't know, man. Uh, it's just, I mean, you, you can't even have a discussion about it because everyone freaks the fuck out. Because yeah. if you're like, gun control, everyone's like, oh, but I'm a good gun citizen. I yeah. fucking blah, blah, blah. And like, like mental health. I'm like, ah, eh, who's going to fucking pay for this shit? I'm like, yeah. what do you mean who's going to pay for this shit? As long as, as, long as there are people... As long as there are people in the world that are capable of violence and there are tools for violence, you're going to have... It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Like sure, you, can't, sure. you can't avoid it. But ultimately, I think we do need to be careful with guns, right? Yeah, I agree. Because I, f- I find it weird to me that like, anybody can own a gun, but you can't own brass knuckles. 
No, I think we should bring back brass knuckles. Everybody gets brass knuckles. <laughs> brass knuckles for everybody, right? So they don't have to worry about. Shit. Then you can only fight one person at a time. You <laughs> <laughs> uh, ever had like a mass beating with fucking brass knuckles? That's you ever wonder? I've never googled this or anything, but how did guns first get invented? Like, I get like I they know. probably evolved from like bow and arrows and stuff. Yeah. But like, yeah. who was the first person? Like, I feel like one day, like, like cavemen, like, created, like, a bow and arrow. Like, sure. they, they created a, a rock. They took a rock and they beat an animal with it. Like, oh, I can kill an animal, right? <laughs> and then they're, like, they upgraded. Like, you know, sure. like, one guy was like, well, what if you could throw this rock? So they threw the rock. Like, oh, man, that's great. Well, what if I could throw the rock farther? Well, I'll take this elastic thing and we'll pull that into it right. and then we'll launch it. Well, what if we make it sharp? And it's like, well, what if we make it into, how do you leap from arrow to gun? Like, how did that even happen? Probably, I... Like Almost else. think it was like the Chinese. I blame the Chinese because they invented fireworks, right? Fi- I think it's something to do with fireworks. Would be my guess. That makes sense. Like somebody they invented fireworks. They're like, oh, these are pretty. What if I aimed it at a person? <laughs> what if I put metal <laughs> objects in this shit? Uh, Just fucking launched it at people. That's for another Maybe day. Battle rockets were the original guns. We did used to shoot those at each other yeah, when I was, was in high school. Fun. I loved it. Man. I, it was, it was a really fun YouTube video. And like listeners, feel free to Google this one. It's like a. It's a. Uh, a bunch of like black guys uh-huh. and they're shooting bottle rocks at each other in the streets. But then it's set to like the music of Harry Potter, Jesus. and it's like a wizard fight in the ghetto. Jesus, <laughs> it's so entertaining. What's the one with uh, the guy in the wheelchair? Uh, oh, uh, and Terry, Terry, <laughs> Terry, back up, Terry. Oh Lord, Terry, oh, back God, up, Terry. What you doing, Terry? I got it. Have you ever seen that one? Oh, it's the Maybe. best. Oh, it's, a, it's so good. Oh, we got YouTube it's right this here. this guy who was like <laughs> a quadriplegic or something. He's fucking a, a mechanical wheelchair, and they're setting off fire, and he just doesn't... They're going off, but he doesn't back mechanical up out of there. Mechanical manual? Mechanical. It's a fucking uh, electrical wheelchair. Oh, okay. Like, I think... I don't Motorized? think he's a quad. Right here. Here it is. Terry! Oh, yeah, I think I did see this. Right. Oh, and you, and you showed it to me. Because right. it's just so goddamn funny to me. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Hello, there's Carcom. Look how calm he is here. Right, right. Goddamn. So many cars. And what is that thing that he just lit? Bagel, 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 tear? What are you referring to? Goddamn, tear! Oh, no! What the fuck are you doing, Tay? I think you should be with the same guy with that dog on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Bang up, Terry! Come down, Terry! That's the best. This is the, the best. I'm sorry. I love black people. <laughs> they like, just because they're. They, I just. They're. The dramatic. The, what do you call it? The monster, monster Yeah, yeah. I just love. I mean, how can you not laugh? <laughs> it's hilarious. Just of, he was enjoying whatever. It's so funny, man. Not even looking at it though, it makes me laugh just because of. Oh no! Right. Well, that yes. that that thing plays uh, very well on radio. Eric Zane plays that a bunch on his oh, really? show, and that fucking it's fantastic. Yeah. Funny. So goddamn. Bag up, Terry. Bag up, Terry. Terry. It's whenever they talk to someone named Terry, they start playing <laughs> this fucking thing. So that's what they do. So uh, we did just have the. Elections, uh, we can smoke weed now, everybody. Yeah, smoke it if you got People it. People are really excited yeah. about that. Pack those moles. That's you put in those coolers. <laughs> oh, when I'm going into high schools, mm-hmm. we got free weed. <laughs> free weed, everybody. <laughs> free
first hit is free. Gotta get you hooked. I mean, what do you? I mean, do you care, Mike? I mean, I don't. I don't, I don't care. I don't smoke, but I don't. I don't care. either. I don't I, smoke I don't, either. I don't see why. I don't. I don't understand why it was. I guess I understand why it was illegal in the first place. People wanted to regulate it, or they didn't want it to happen at all. I don't. Fucking nobody on weed has ever like gone on a killing spree or <laughs> crashed a car into somebody. Sure, like sure. And then it's like I, somebody posted an article about how uh, it's illegal to buy a gun if you are a medical marijuana card holder. Huh. But it's like you can own a gun and be drunk. Like, why can't you right. own a gun and be high? Right. Like, I don't understand, like... Right. Uh, well, because the federal law, probably. Well, because, yeah, it's federally still illegal to yeah, smoke weed. But, I mean, the idea behind it is, like, well, weed is dangerous, and if you're impaired... But, like, I'd rather have, I'd rather have a guy who's really high point a gun at me than a drunk guy point <laughs> right, a gun right, at me. Because right, right. the guy who's really high is either going to start cracking up or pass out. Sure. Right. Like, the drunk right. guy's going to be, like, angry and just like, oh, I'm fucking drunk. I got to prove a point. Like, randomly ah. shooting at everything. Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't, there's no, there's nothing bad about weed. Like, I don't. Mm-hmm. Sure. Chris Tucker said, it's from the earth. Like, I got <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I don't care. I know people are really happy about it, and I think that it's going to bring a lot of money into Michigan. Yeah, I think it it, it ultimately will be a positive thing. I mean, there definitely will be drawbacks with it as well, too. Yeah. But I think, I mean, you got to look at all the pros and cons. Like, clearly there are a lot of cons by having it illegal right now, right? Mm -hmm. Like, there are so many people who are in jail or prison. And those those sentences are becoming reversed now after all the stuff goes through. Yeah. Yeah. And there's uh, people who just like pain issues and whatever. Like right. now they can't have it. And now fucking uh, Dorito sales are gonna go through the fucking. <laughs> right? I mean, so I saw so many people hey, hack boys. joke of like I'm gonna fucking invest in Pepsi and Fritos now or whatever. You're like ah. Fuck did you see life. Bustler's joke about mom and pop shops? Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah he yeah, said, yeah. Uh, "Did you hear it? It's, yeah, uh, it said um, uh, marijuana becoming mainstream is really gonna ruin mom and pop establishments. Meaning I won't be able to sell drugs out of my mom and pop's house anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was uh, James Brown, our other friend. He was saying like it was like dealers going vote no. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm gonna, oh, the man's gonna get me out of business. Well, you know, there's a, I read I watched a Vice uh, video because Vice only makes content about weed, <laughs> and, and it was a video about a guy who uh, out in California. Who was this huge drug dealer before yeah. California legalized weed? Yeah, and like he, like he was, you know, he was underground, and everybody knew who he was, and he had the best weed, and he was, you know, he was this huge drug kingpin. And then California legalized weed, sure. And so he took his business legitimate, and now he's a oh. millionaire. Like, oh, sure. he literally like he just because he was allowed to legally sell it now, sure. And so he still makes this amazing product, and he already had name recognition, yeah. And like all the stores, like all the dispensaries, sell his weed, and like it's and funny. now he's like he's filthy rich because of it. Do you think we'll ever see a day where we can go into like Walmart and buy a pack of no. joints or something? I don't think so. I think that I think that companies like that are too big to do that. Okay, I think that they appeal to. There are in so many country, or so many counties that are like in the you go to a tiny county oh, right, and they've yeah. got a Walmart. Right. So I feel right, like there's right. so many people still that are against weed sure. that wouldn't like big cities love marijuana. Like sure. you know, Portland, LA, Atlanta, New York, Chicago, right. uh, Detroit. Concentrated um, areas. Yeah, like those Educated areas. Educated people. Yeah, those areas love it. But smart there's, people. There's more people in this country that don't smoke weed than do. There's more sure. people in this country that are probably against the idea of smoking weed that are for it. I mean that's why that's why Donald Trump won. Because you think, yes. well, you live in this city, and you, you surround yourself with like-minded people, and you're just like, well, nobody else thinks like that. And then it's like, no, the rest of the country does. Like, right. we're in the minority. It's very strange to me how, uh, like, the Senate, like, every state gets two 
like senator. Yeah. But then you look at like California, the population that they have versus the population of like North Dakota. North yeah. Dakota has the same amount, and it's just it's very strange to me how that works. Yeah. And like even the, like the electoral college, hey, the electoral college uh, is represented again by per state, not by per. Uh, population. Yeah, it should be by population, mm-hmm. though. It should you, be. You get more of an actual like count of who's, or more better representation of right. the people in that state. Because like, California shouldn't have the same as Rhode Island. Sure. Like, there's a lot more people in those places. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I don't think Walmart will ever be, just because I think it's just, I mean, unless it becomes a federal law, like sure. the, if, they, if it's federally accepted, then I think they might come around to it. Oh. But until it's state, well, it's, while it's state by state, I don't think they'll ever adopt oh. it. Also, I think it would just be harder to do it because it's federal. Like right. because it's not federal. Right. Like you, if you if you have weed in one Walmart, they're gonna have to put it in every Walmart, right. and they can't do that because it's not legal everywhere. I wonder if you're gonna be able to go to like a farmer's market and then there's like the weed stand. I hope so. That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think that would. That's like that. The, you used to watch that newest episode of South Park where Randy uh, becomes a farmer, oh, but he just goes, he opens a weed farm. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be at the the yeah the. Market downtown. You've right. got fresh That's dates, you've got squash, mm-hmm. and the purple cush is in season right now. Make sure you get some of that. Oh, yeah, give me all that shit. Give me some They've of that shit. We've got videos of like them cultivating. See, this is where I cultivate. Right. We went to a farmer's market, the Fold Street Market, and this guy was... I, we went there to get eggs. Like, right. to get, like, you know, farm fresh, you know, organic eggs. Mm-hmm. And so you didn't need to sell me. Like, I came here specifically. We go to this one guy, and he comes out, and he's like, oh, my eggs are, these are the best eggs you've ever had in your entire life. I mean, if you, you crack one of these eggs, you crack one of those eggs from Walmart, and I guarantee you're going to taste the difference. And then he pulls this video out, and he's like, all right, here's me in my, in my chicken coop. And, like, these sure. are my chickens. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like I don't care. I give a shit. Just want some eggs, bro. Wow. He, he was talking about chickens like you guys talk about movies. Yeah. This is like, <laughs> he's like, I've got a Burmese brown hen right here. God damn. Like, right, cool. God damn. <laughs> It's like that old, uh, what is it, Portlandia bit, where yeah. they go to a restaurant and they want to know all the history of the chicken they're about to eat. And like they end up going to the farm where the chicken was raised. Do they have any brothers or sisters? <laughs> <laughs> it's just too much. Yeah, it's like, I don't give a shit. If it tastes good, I'll eat it. Did you see the video uh, of Trump fighting with the uh, CNN oh, boy, did I. Acosta? I mean, now, clearly that was getting thrown around Facebook and the internet in general. Mm. I, It's weird to me. Like I don't think I've ever seen a president who's been that combative with the media probably since Nixon. Sure. I mean, I wasn't alive for Nixon, but right, I right. saw videos of I it. was barely alive during I Nixon, don't get so. why reporters just roll over for him. Like, sure. why are they, they, are, they have a right to be there, it's their job to ask him these questions, and he said, shut up, shut up, shut up. No, <laughs> you, I don't care about, you're interrupting him. It's you're like, rude. Be like, hey, no, answer my question. Right. Like, that's your job. Right. We're here at this time of the day for you to answer my questions. Like, he's not their boss. I don't get right. why they let him do that. It is, to me, it's like another form of the checks and balances of, like, we are making sure that you're staying in line, you're doing yeah. what you're supposed to, the, the accountability. Yeah. Uh, we're getting this information out to the public because the public deserves to know. Yeah. So it is funny when he is just so, no, and rude, and bad, and next, and whatever. And apparently, I didn't know this originally, but the guy, the next reporter, kind of was like, 
oh yeah, Acosta is like a good guy, and he was just asking yeah, me more questions. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, brotherhood. Yeah, because the guy said you're a bad reporter. I don't know why CNN has you employed there. You're yeah. terrible. And then the next guy gets up, like I, uh, Peter, I think his name was. Yeah, was Trump kept saying Peter, Peter. Peter. And then Peter gets up and he's just like, yeah. I've worked with Costa for many years. I think he's a fine reporter. Right. And then Trump's like, what? Next question. I don't like you either. <laughs> I don't like, I don't like, like you either. either. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. He's like, it's like watching like my seven-year-old has better manners than he does. Yes. Like, it's so insane watching that guy talk. I had seen a comment, I think it was about on Twitter maybe about it. And uh, the person said, I will, uh, what do you say? Sorry. Um, reporters need to ask, you know, like pointed questions. And because... They were like, you know, doing this elaborate uh, setup for it beforehand. It made them look rude and like they were being. Oh, because they were giving context to their questions. Right. Yes. And I'm like. Well, it's it's even like the one woman saying like, um, uh, white nationalists have supported you guys. What do like, what do you say about white nationalists supporting your group? That's a racist question. It's like, no, she's asking for your opinion (laughs) about it. Like, it's not even like she's saying you're a white nationalist. What do you think about that? Like, she's Mm -hmm. saying why, like, I. He just hears trigger words. Yes. Like, he hears white nationalists, and he's like, racist! And it's oh. like, oh, it's like, oh, Mr. President, um, like, how do you feel about, what's your favorite cupcake? Is it uh, the Ding Dong or the Ho? I am not a Ho, don't call me a Ho. Like, <laughs> I'm not you, a Ding are Dong. Are you listening? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I, I can't watch him anymore. Like, I, I can't watch him. I can't watch people who, like, try to defend him. Mm-hmm. It just right. frustrates mm-hmm. me. It frustrates me that, that in uh, a time when you start to feel like we're a very progressive becoming a progressive country and people seem to be getting smarter and more well-educated. The right. fact that there are still just swaths of people who are like, well, he's just doing the best he can with what he's given all this damn media and the sure. liberals and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, fucking, you're awful too. Like, you're just as bad as he is. It, it's weird how we have created these labels too. Like, you're a snowflake or yeah. you're a libtard, you're an alt-right or whatever. Right. It's I Again, I, I haven't seen that kind of divisiveness, I think, ever. Yeah. And uh, it's unfortunate that we just can't it's it's always like us versus them yeah and what i really wish would happen and, and i know it'll never happen i wish we would ab- abolish political parties mm-hmm. i really wish it I wasn't know. like republican versus democrat it's just like mike logan's running for governor Stu McAllister's running for governor mm-hmm. now who do you like yeah and it's like i'm I, this is what i believe in i'll be like holy fuck i believe in the same shit yeah too. i don't get why there has to be political right. parties it doesn't yeah. make any sense sure it's uh, I think ultimately it kind of uh, destroys a lot of things, so, yeah. which is unfortunate. Yeah. We talked, uh, Jamie. You were talking a little bit about context. I want to. I, I got in. Uh, I got into a little bit. Well, I have to do the song. Uh, God, I got. I got to remember how it goes. Uh, Facebook fight. Facebook <laughs> fight. Uh, you are wrong and I am right. You are a stupid prick. You can suck my big fat dick. This is another Facebook fight. I got into a Facebook fight great. today. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great theme song. I, I, got into, I got into a Facebook fight today, Mike. I didn't want to. Right. It was over something very stupid, and it was all about context because mm. uh, a friend of ours, uh, I'm not going to name names so people don't go look for it, but he posted a picture of uh, Nazis, like, a uh, picture was taken in 1973. People like on a homemade raft kind saw of thing. Picture, you saw the picture. Yeah, okay. I saw the picture. Okay. So it was LAV, uh, which is a radio station here in town. They would do this weird, like, hey, it's the Grand Rapids. We're riding the rapids. And people would go and they'd make floats and whatever, mm. this or that. And so this picture from 1973 was showing Nazis in it. Yeah. And, and so our friend was kind of like, oh, 
there's a lot of hatred out there. And I thought it was weird that yeah, he, he was saying he was saying like um, he said like people say that uh, they think that there's no racism in our city. Yeah, sure. And then uh, he posted that picture. It's weird from 1973, yeah, yeah. which I thought was weird. Of like, you couldn't find anything more reason than yeah. that. I mean, clearly. <laughs> But, so then, because I, I was confused by it all, because they don't do it anymore, but the radio station would have this yearly thing where people would make homemade rafts, and they would float them down the thing, and they would be, like, ornate and comical and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so for me, and I'm not saying that this didn't happen, but I was like, what was the context? Yeah. The context of, clearly these guys have Nazi paraphernalia and whatever. And I and, and people were coming at me like I was a fucking retard or something. I'm like, mm. I get that they're Nazis and I get that they're bad and I don't like it, but I don't believe that the radio station was like Nazis. Come on in, man. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah Blaming time. the radio station for it makes no sense. Right. Yeah, it, was yeah. just, it was to me. It was very strange. Of like, I, I think like they were doing something goofy with it. Yeah. Like. Okay, here are the Nazis, and we're fucking dickheads, and, and like someone else was like, we're French, and here are the Russians, and we're having a battle or whatever. Yeah. We're fighting each other on the Grand Rapids River with water balloons or whatever nonsense. And But I had like three people coming at me, like, I'm asking for the context alone. Like, I get, you fucking morons. <laughs> and no one was able to ever give me the context of it, other than like, they're Nazis and they're racist. I'm like, yes, I agree with that. But why were these guys... In that, and I, I find it very weird because it was—it's not like a political thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was no at the time there was no like Black Lives Matter. I guess there was like Black Panther stuff, yeah. Yeah, but I don't think it was any protest. Yeah. People yeah, people the... don't know how to look at things objectively anymore. Like they sure. look at everything through a 2018 lens yes. instead of yeah. like a 1976 and that's, lens. Yeah, that's right. what Jamie was saying. Yeah. Of like 73 was completely different from what it's going on mm-hmm. now. Right. So it make it right, but it's right. Just... It's like it's like watch watch the movie Revenge of the Nerds, like that movie would never be made today. Porkies, like and yeah, the same thing. Like those those movies, the things that that was funny back then. Oh yeah, it was generally accepted that that was okay. Panty Rage, whoa! Like yeah, that's like that's got Me Too written all over. Yes, but like I can watch those again. Oh, they're pretty bad. I don't think I've seen them since. They Since they came, came out, out. Yeah. I mean, there. I remember as a kid watching movies, just think it's hilarious. Like, oh, that's fucking funny. Yeah. And then, but if you look at it through a 2018 lens, like it's horribly, right. it's horrible. Like right, it's right, 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 super right. misogynistic, and like right. the the heroes would definitely be the villains in the movie in 2018. Yes. yes. But in 1982, when those movies came out, sure, that was the norm. Like nobody complained yeah. about that kind of stuff. But Docs nobody, and nerds, man. Yeah, nobody ever looked at things like through. Nobody looks at things today through lenses of. The way people looked at it then. They just judge it like, well, that was, they're racist because right. they made this back in 1976 or whatever. Right, right, it's right. like, they may not be racist. No, they could have a different mindset now. They might look back and be like, oh, I can't believe I did that. Right. Or it was just a microcosm of the time that they lived in. Yes. Right. yes. People are more aware now. Yeah. You know, and so, yes. A hundred years from now, people are going to look at 2018 and be like, oh, my God, I can't believe they fucking did this. Those fucking idiots. They're right? like, they lived on Earth? <laughs> <laughs> That place was a shithole. Why the fuck were they drinking alcohol? Those fucking morons. You know, Be well. Weird. Three seashells. They didn't sell. They didn't sell weed at Walmart. Right. <laughs> Dippin' Dots is not the ice cream of the future. <laughs> Dippin' Dots is ice cream of the past. <laughs> exactly. It always was. They never knew. You uh, you gave a speech today and yeah. yesterday. Yeah, tell 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 the listening audience about this because I find the whole thing unique and like the opportunity you had to do. Yeah, so it's a it was this group called the Mosaic Film Experience, and what they are is they're a Grand Rapids based group, but they're kind of they're starting to become quite global now. Like right. They have a they have an event in Africa 
like next what? year. Yeah. But what they do is they give the youth the tools to create stories. So it's like kids who are really into like filmmaking, podcasting, any kind of form of like media. And um, they just, they have these speakers that come in every year and they encourage the kids to make short films. And the idea is you're not allowed to use like traditional camera equipment. You're supposed to use your phone. Oh, okay. And so the idea right. is like everybody has a camera in their pocket nowadays. Right. So now they're giving them what they need. And when I say use a phone, I don't mean like like you don't have to just grab your phone and just like you know. Sorry. You can put a camera attachment on it. You can put a, a microphone on it. You can use a gimbal. There's all these different ways. Right. Like that's like you've seen how I make videos and it's stuff. It's pretty amazing the attachments that you can put on the phone. Yeah. To make pretty well produced videos. Yeah. I right. mean, there's like there's um like if you watch like those iPhone commercials, it's like all shot on the iPhone. Right. Like the one thing they don't tell you is that yeah, shot on the iPhone. That's correct. But they've got uh, a wide-angle lens attachment. They've got, you know, gimbals. They've got stabilizers. They've got lighting. They've got all this stuff that helps to make it more cinematic. But in the end, it is still a camera you're using or a phone you're using. So this thing is, uh, it gets all these kids together and they have a contest and they give out money and they give out grants and stuff. And they have speakers at all of these. And they asked me this year to give a breakout session, which is they have the main theater at Wealthy Theater right. here in Grand Rapids. They have the main theater where they do all the big stuff. Like they had the, the VP of production for HBO right. in the morning. And then they had the costume designer for Black Panther at night or in the afternoon. And then they had me for some reason. Then <laughs> <laughs> um, I was there too. I was there. But then they have these separate small breakout sessions where um, they teach different stuff like one was creative writing the other one was like animation and then my session was uh how to incorporate comedy into storytelling and so for the last two days i just taught high school kids i'm like hey guys here i put together a presentation sure it's like 45 minutes and i just told them i gave them the tools i what i think are the proper tools to help them tell a good story and the main focus of it was because kids nowadays go through a lot more stuff than we went through when we were in school uh, like there's a lot more pressures there's a lot of new kinds of pressures yeah and so all of them want to tell these really dramatic stories so like when I watched the finals of their competition last year, mm-hmm. all of it was just heavy stuff. Right. And like it was kind of hard to watch. Like it was mm-hmm. just like abandonments, your friends getting killed, like you know, kids having cancer, like all this like school shootings and like. So I'm watching all this stuff and I'm like, this is fucking right. depressing. Oh, you kids <laughs> play basketball? Yeah. Or some shit? God damn. So then I was finally, um, I, I said to them, I was like, I was like, you can tell a dramatic story with. A little bit of levity in it, like so. I, most of my presentation was just teaching how to properly use comedy in drama without undercutting the drama. Sure. And then at the end, I had them. I broke them off into groups, and I had them. I gave them a scenario that was kind of a serious topic, and I had I challenged them to try and do like a sketch of that scenario while having it be funny without losing the point of what you're trying to get across. Sure. And they enjoyed it. They had a really good time. I got a bunch of social media followers from high school kids. Uh, and so, yeah. Now was, you got to watch your dick jokes on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, I'm still going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck these kids. Uh, fuck it. Hey, anybody hate how much kids suck? Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so I, uh, I I was really happy to do that. And then, like, I got to meet uh, I got to meet the guy, the costume designer for Black Panther. And, That's like, crazy. His portfolio is insane. He So what he does is he's not the costume designer. He's his costume designer. He's the concept artist for it. So he draws up the costume, and then the costume designers make the costume. Right. And he's done, like, Kingsman. He's done... He did all of Westworld. Right. He did Bohemian Rhapsody. Right. He did um, Black Panther. His next project is like his two Netflix movies. He'll be on Black Panther too. Like he, the guy is in demand. Like he, sure. And it, the way he, oh my god, you know those stories of people who just become overnight successes. Yeah. That is his story. Really. He literally he um back in like I guess it was the early two thousands, he went out to San Diego Comic Con. He graduated college from for like design fashion design. Mm-hmm. 
the week after he graduated college, he went to San Diego Comic-Con and brought his portfolio with him. And he just started handing them out to, like, designers. And he got his first job, an eight-month job in Paris, three weeks later. God damn. Three weeks later. Like, they got Guys like that suck. I, it's just like, and I'm like, oh, great. Good for you. Right. Like, real happy for you. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I'm not going to do a show and fucking Dave Chappelle shows up. He's like, hey, right. baby, you want to be on Chappelle show season or, two? And I'm like, overnight <laughs> success in comedy is like 15 it years is. later. Like, people think of Kevin Hart as a, as a meteoric rise. Like, people right. always cite him as a meteoric And I'm like, the dude did comedy for like 15, yeah. 16 years before yeah. he became a success. Yeah. And there's no, Bo Burnham is the only overnight success story that I could think yeah, of. Yeah, and even him, it was just like the YouTube stuff. Like, yeah. That was very popular, and then that kind of created He struck, else him, I mean, so. I don't think you could get through, get to where he is now in YouTube. Probably Because it's so oversaturated with stuff. Everyone he, wants to be the next He had a Garden. great balance. Like, he hit yeah. right when the iron was hot. Like, Dane Cook with MySpace. Like, right. I mean, that they knew exactly, I don't know if they knew exactly what they were doing, but they definitely did it at the right time. They did it. At the right time, yeah. 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 So much, of, I mean, that's what comedy is, is right place, right time. Yeah. So, uh, you and I, uh, Knowing um, your time. Ah. Eh, eh, shut up. <laughs> uh, we went and played bingo the other day. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Which was a weird thing. Oh, ladies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> shut up. There's a lot of young people there. I just... We, I was probably the oldest. No, there were a couple of people older than me. Yeah. But I definitely, I definitely was on the older The majority side. was young people. Yeah. It was probably under 30, I would think. Right? Oh yeah. Younger yeah. than me. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it was weird. You invited me. I'm like, all right, let's go. I haven't played bingo in forever. It was free, which mm. I don't understand that. Uh, I guess it's just to get people to come in and buy pizza and beer and whatever. Yeah, and they were selling a lot of pizza and beer. So. But the, the the thing that was weird about it was the two hosts. Yeah, yeah. And t- can, you, can you describe more of the two hosts that, that were doing this? Because this was not the traditional... B four or whatever. Yeah, it was. Um, they were. They were. There were two women. Um, one. One was pretty. It was definitely a straight man. No pun intended. Right. Definitely. Um, like a. <laughs> like a there like were a no straight men there. Definitely like a straight man comedic kind of thing. Yes. Like a, one person was like kind of somewhat serious. She right. was. I liked her. She was tolerable. She was yes. very much just like, yeah. you know, she read the numbers. She'd say, you know, like, uh, oh, 69, my favorite one, like that kind of stuff. <laughs> and then the other girl, I could not stand. Sure. I thought she was just the worst. Everything out of her mouth was a sexual innuendo. Yeah, she was like, just, I was surprised by that. She was just like hitting on everybody who came sure. down. Like people, you had to go down if you won being a bingo. Then you go down. No, and you she had, to had spin no a interest wheel. in me. I won. I won. Yeah, she had zero interest in talking. to You me. go down and spin a wheel, and then she like asks you a bunch of questions before yeah. you spin the wheel. And like they're all like, I guess generic questions she asks every week. Sure, but like she was very much about that whole thing being about her. And oh, not yeah. about anybody else. Like yeah, she yeah, yeah. barely gave the microphone to somebody else. So she, she'd ask him a question, and like she'd be like, "So, uh, what's your favorite hobby?" And so be like, "What are we like? Mine is fishing." And I'm like, <laughs> "Like, well, let oh them God. talk." Right, like right, she right. kept interrupting everybody, oh. and like and like I said, every single thing out of her mouth was a sex joke. Every so, single one. Is she related to Donald Trump? I think so. I think if Donald Trump and Amy Schumer had a baby, it would have been, been that her. girl. Like it was just too much. She, her, uh, d- did she just have one eyebrow? Yes! She okay. had a eyebrow. Right. Over one eye- Oh, I thought you meant like over No, one just eye- one eyebrow. <laughs> just one. <laughs> she shaved off one. Yeah, she was like, go. fuck this other eyebrow. She had, she was, I just wanted to be, she was like that, uh, Mexican artist, Frida. Was that her name? Yeah, she did look like right, her. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. And that's, I wanted, 
Like, I'm not trying to judge, but I'm like, fuck, come on, man. We're supposed you know, to that's have two a, eyebrows. That, I'm going to judge people with unibrows because that's a look you have to dedicate. <laughs> Like yeah. you can't, right. you don't accidentally have a unibrow. Right. You like have you, to know that yeah. it's there. So yeah. if, if you have a unibrow, you know you have it, and you know people yeah. are talking about it. So For I don't sure. feel bad about it. That's like the uh, the basketball player for the Anthony Davis. Davis. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's got yeah. the same. Like the, he's got commercials they about like they call him the bra. It's the his bra, nickname. Right. Yeah. All right, so he's embraced. He's owned it. I think it's easier for a dude to get away I with it than a girl. Well, yeah, people judge women more than they judge men, especially when it comes to like their appearance. The, both kind of like ladies, we're doing right now. I, I I did enjoy both the ladies. Like I thought it was very lively and very entertaining. Sure. But to me, it did seem like these chicks want to be something more than bingo callers. Yeah. Well, they both work in retail, is what they said. And then I but said that to just you, seems weird to I said to you, it seemed like they both got really fucking horny before they came to work because <laughs> like they were, both, they were just always talking about sex. Right. right but yeah, they definitely had like I would have. Peg them as improv people. Right. Like they had huge people. personalities. Yeah. Yes. And I couldn't imagine, I would never buy anything from that woman at a store. Like, I went to a clothing I, store and she walked up to me and was just like, oh, this looks good on you. Let's get you out of those clothes. I, like, oh. They probably sell weed. They're, both, they're <laughs> weed dealers. That's their retail. I just, I do want to know, I want to go back weed. and I want to find out where they their day jobs are. I just would be very curious in seeing them interact. They're very sexualized <laughs> with how they approach people. Buy these clothes or whatever it is. It's like, song. oh, what are you buying this jacket for? To cover up your naked body when you jizz on someone later? Oh, Come on, man, let, let me ring you up. Maybe yeah. pure romance. Maybe oh, that could be selling dildos. Mm-hmm. Would you want to? Would you buy dildos from a girl who is like overtly sexual while selling them to you? Probably not. Yeah. I don't know. It would depend. Like if she was like, if she was just like, she's like, all right, this one, this one's great. It's twelve inches, which is a lot. It's 12, <laughs> she's like, it's twelve inches, you know, and you can really, and she's like simulating it on you, like that's how she would, she would have been like, you can really shove that thing all the way up in there and all around. I mean, the descriptive would be good, but nah, I don't want. I feel like she would deep throat it for you just Jesus. to show you, like this, this is not, a family this, podcast. This is what it looks like. like. <laughs> oh. Oh, and every time they did, uh, every time they draw the drew the sixty nine number, they would yeah. go, um, they go sixty nine. Ah. Yeah, every like. time. Yeah, every time. They're classy bitches. <laughs> we got some classy ass bitches here. Uh, it was yes. weird. Uncomfortable. There was a kid there too. Yeah, it was like one of nephew. the host's nephew, and yeah, he was like he maybe was 13, 14, yeah, something like that. Yeah. It's fucking weird. Pretty weird. It's very weird. Their holiday parties are like pizza was good though. Ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The pizza was good. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the beer. I mm-hmm. won ten dollar gift certificate, so that was nice. Yeah. So. I almost won every single he time. Almost won every single time. <laughs> and then someone stole it from him because it was rigged. There was a what was it, the second to last one. I came within one number of winning, and then someone got it before me. Mother Aww. piece of shit. That's pretty bad. You should attack him. <laughs> All right, uh, this is this is it, Mike. We're done. Oh, We're done. Wow. It's been an hour. I don't think we uh, said the name of my podcast. Well, that, that's uh, this is where I was going to get the opportunity right. Right. to promote uh, you, your podcast, your open mic, and now. Uh, my name is Mike Logan. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at uh, Ice Cold Comedian. Yeah, where did um, they come from? Ice Cold Comedian. Yeah. Um, the term, the nickname Ice Cold, I got in high school. Oh yeah. Um, I maybe self appointed. From hitting your jumper, you were ice cold. No, it was um, it was from the song Hey Ya came out in like I think it was in twelfth <laughs> grade. Okay. And I sang it all the time. Uh, I loved that song, and so uh, people started calling me Ice Cold. Oh. So uh, then when I started, when I start, when I went on AIM, like uh, you know, it's a messenger. <laughs> my screen name was it was uh, Ice Cold Huggy Bear. Oh, <laughs> oh. Because stars. Skeet Hutch had just come out the oh, remake, right. yeah, and so yeah. I called it Ice Cold Huggy Bear, and then I just kept using Ice Cold for various things. So then, when I decided to create a Twitter, 
yep. I um, decided to make it Ice Cold Comedian. Sure. And when I did Instagram, I was like, well, just keep the theme going. Right. And then my YouTube channel is also called Ice Cold Comedian. Just kind of gotta have that brand, man. Yeah, Ice Cold Comedian brand. is just my name across everything. It makes okay. it a lot easier. Sure. Um, well, um, and all, there's probably a bazillion Mike Logans too. There are three Mike Logan. Well, there there are three Mike Logans that exist in reality. Okay. Two of which are black comedians. What? Me and a guy from, um, he lives in L.A. now. Okay. Uh, what's that? Well, because there's Detective Mike Logan from Law and & Order. And if, oh. you, if you Google Mike Logan, that's the first thing that comes up. I'm the second thing oh, that comes right, up. But I'm also a head of former Pittsburgh Steelers linebacker Mike Logan. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I needed something to, to, so when you type in something in Google, like, I, I come up all the time when you type right. in that. Good. Um, but yeah, my podcast is This Better Be Good. It's on all platforms. Um, that's with Garrett Elzinga, the movie review podcast, where we review a movie before seeing it and review it again that's after good. seeing it. And I run an open mic here in Grand Rapids every Monday at the Garage Bar and Grill on Ottawa. Um, and I do a quarterly showcase at the Knickerbocker, the New Holland Knickerbocker. Yeah, I'll be there. Uh, what is November it, the 28th. 8th. November 28th, come out. You'll see Wednesday. me and Stu live. Yeah. End of this month. Yeah. Yeah. Say something about the Thursday show? Not yet. That's not an. Oh, sorry. Not announced That's yet. why I didn't say. Okay. <laughs> well, the one thing I know that you've you've been doing at uh, the garage bars the the roast battle. Yeah, I, which I has knew, been successful. Yeah, it has, and I um I haven't announced it yet, so I'm not going to say that on the podcast. Okay, fair. I'll say something else. Okay. I'll tell you after we're done. Okay, but um but yeah, the roast battle we do. I used to do to fill in the fifth Monday of months that have five Mondays. I would do special shows. I started off. I did a game show. I think one yeah. week. Um, and then I did a roast battle, and people. Fucking loved it. Yeah. So I, I've done it now three times, and the day the day before and the day of the roast battle are some of the most stressful days of like my month. Oh, just because sure. like I have to deal with people dropping and the oh, yeah. last minute. Replacements. Oh yeah, I bet there's a lot of pussies who drop out. Whatever. Yeah, the people and they always do it the fucking day of. Sure, like, it's they like, do. Of course, it's like, they it's, do. And then in my mind, I'm like, most of you knew you were gonna drop out. Yeah. Just don't don't agree to do have it. Have some balls. Drop yeah, out but, beforehand. Um, way but yeah, next time we do it, and Alan True is the two time defending champ. Um, he's he's a beast. He should just retire. He comes. I, I, he just retire and become a judge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's sure. what Louis did. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Louis really wanted. Did, you didn't go, right? I was not there. Louis the really time. wanted to be in that battle. Like oh. every time he would uh, judge somebody, he'd roast the fuck out of him. Like he had better jokes than the roasters sometimes. Did he? Uh, and I was just like, dude, you should have just. He's like, I'm in the next one. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, coming out of retirement. It's infectious. He's like Rocky. <laughs> Hey, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> hey, you know, Jake Ford, you got, you look like Rachel Maddow, you know. <laughs> Anything else? Um, I think that's. I don't. I have a lot of things to do. I think that's it. Mm-hmm. I um, the YouTube channel, High School Comedian. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got a really cool cat. Morty, he's a cool Morty. dude. At least tail. It goes fluffy. Oh, he's super fluffy, yeah. Yeah, but it also curls back like a pigtail or whatever. Yeah. It like, <laughs> uh, doesn't stay straight. It's He's, a, he's fucking regal as shit. It's funny when he's standing up, like yeah. on his legs, it looks like he's wearing pants because oh, like yeah. his, the fur in his legs just like like they like his legs are like this, and the fur like sticks out, oh. and then boxes back into oh. his legs. I took a great picture of him. Like I'm sitting here, and he's just like sit, and he's just like looking, like looking at me. So I took a picture of it. He's just like <laughs> got on his pantaloons. Pantaloons. But yeah, I think that's all my crap. All right, that's it, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Elemental Podcast. I uh, hope you guys stayed dry. Uh, T and P. Please, for the love of all the holy that is holy in Mecca, make America smart again. Hug your ween, please. Please hug your ween. Tell everyone about this podcast too, because uh, we only got the six listeners. Yeah. So if uh, <laughs> you, if you guys can tell people about it, so then we have six listeners that'd be great so uh that's it we'll see you on monday right jamie yeah we got no plans for the weekend i do what are your plans you i got i have plans and you're gonna do it 
Well, that's how it works, I guess. All right, everybody. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye.